I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The final word. All right, here we go. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenrider. Welcome to the quite often imitated but absolutely never duplicated Final word, if you're keeping score at home, this is the show that invites you into the conversation. So get your opinion on TV right here on Channel 11 every Sunday night. With that in mind, let's get started by introducing you to tonight's three panelists. Please welcome the afternoon host at 105.9 The X, Mark Madden. Hey, yo, Cleveland Browns, you beat the JV today. You got your playoff t-shirts, that's kind of tacky. But I got some bad news. Next weekend, the big kids show up at the playground. From Channel 11 Sports, welcome back, Jenna Harner. Glad to be back, and we made it to Week 17. I think a lot of people didn't think this entirely was going to happen, so good for the NFL for being able to pull this off, good for the teams, but there's definitely a long postseason ahead. I know a lot of people are holding their breaths that these games get played, and they can eventually crown a Super Bowl champ. And from our partner, DKPittsburghSports.com, it's Mr. Crystal Ball Carter. Hi, Chris. Albie, I just want to remind everyone there are at least 13 high school football teams with more wins at Heinz Field than the Cleveland Browns, and they have to play there every year because it's mandatory. (laughs) All right, some of the topics we're talking about tonight. We're looking for five words. How far do you expect the Steelers will go in the playoff run? If today were a tryout for Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph, uh, has he proven that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL? What do you see as the strengths and weaknesses of the Penguins as training camp begins and – We want you to give us your bold predictions for Pittsburgh sports in 2021. But first, the night's big topic. What is your outlook for the Steelers against the Browns in the playoffs? We got a peak a moment ago, but Mark, give us some more. The Steelers are going to club the Browns to death. They're going to be ugly. It ain't going to be close. And the competitive nature of the game won't last long. Look at today. The Steelers went up there with their JV without Ben, without Ponce, without Watt, without Hayward, and they really could have and maybe should have won the game. The Browns are just glad to be there. Let's not forget the last time they made the playoffs, way back in 2002, the Steelers bounced them then too. History is going to repeat itself. Steelers by 10, maybe more. All right, Jenna. Yeah, not a doubt in my mind. This should be a double-digit win for the Steelers. It should be a game that they win, but it really is going to depend on what happens with the offense. There's a lot of questions in terms of, is Ben going to come back? Is he going to be rusty? How is he going to do? When the true reality is, is this is the first real quote-unquote bye week that Ben and some of the guys that rested have had all season. Remember what happened with the Titans, what happened with the Ravens game getting moved, getting Washington on a short week. That was a lot of frustrations for this team, but they are going to come out and come out firing. Yes, the Browns have confidence. Everybody talks about, oh, Baker's doing great. Kevin Stefanski's really turned this team around. At the end of the day, this is the Cleveland Browns. We know what they do in big situations against the Steelers. This is going to be a game the Steelers should win and should win handily. Heck, they almost choked today. Exactly. Very true. What do you say, Chris? 
I think you're going to see a little bit of the flip side happen to what the Steelers in this game because Olivier Vernon, who has been a key pass rusher for the Browns in their, in their home stretch to make the playoffs, went off on a cart in, the, in this game, and that was truly sad for him, but it's a trouble sign for the Browns. Miles Garrett, your superstar, the guy that's supposed to be the face of your team, as, as weird as that is, he's the face of their team, and he is, was being subbed out a lot in that, in that fourth quarter, a guy that you needed to be on the field for the chance to beat your big brother, to take yourself to the playoffs for the first time, and he wasn't able to get on the field a lot because he's been having COVID issues. Your top two pass rushers aren't, aren't being available. Denzel Ward's not going to be available, just like Joe Hayden won't be because of COVID. And this still was the best you could get from Baker Mayfield in your offense. I smell a lot of trouble for the Browns this week. All right. A reminder, keep those comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word, and uh, your comments will continue to scroll down the left side of your TV screen. Uh, it's time for five words now. Give us five words on how far you expect the Steelers to go in the playoff run. All right. Uh, from Twitter, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Th- uh, at least he's honest. I'm, I'm thinking second round exit and finally beat the Browns and done. All right, now Mark, Jenna, and Chris, five words. How far will the Steelers go in this run, Mark? They need to get lucky. They're going to beat Cleveland because Cleveland just can't beat Pittsburgh in a game that means anything. If they play Buffalo in the divisional round, they can beat Buffalo. It'll be tough at Buffalo, but that's not a terrible matchup for Pittsburgh. And then in the other divisional game, if it comes down to KC and Baltimore, and Baltimore can beat KC because Baltimore, boy, they're really coming into form, then the Steelers could get to the Super Bowl. They really could. But it has to go pretty much exactly that way. Jenna. Got to get past Cleveland first. Yes, this is a game that they should win and should win handily. But if the offense comes out and plays like they played in Cincinnati, there will be a lot of struggles. And that could be a scenario where the Browns come out on top. You can't overlook the Browns. But then again, what happens after that almost is looked at as a success this season. Of course, the Steelers have their eyes on the Super Bowl. But looking at some of the other offenses, looking at the Kansas Cities, looking at Baltimore's, looking at the Bills, those are going to be bigger tests than what the Browns pose. All right, Chris, five words. Which Ben will they get? If the Steelers can get Ben Roethlisberger the way he played in the first 10 games and the way he played in the second half of the Colts, they can beat any team in the NFL because Ben Roethlisberger's efficiency in the games that he's played well has been the, the thing that, that drives the Steelers' offense. It, it makes the weapons all they got on, on, the, for, on the receiving end to be validated, and it, put, it takes the pressure off the defense to have to do everything for the team. But if he, like, like Jenna said, if he plays like he did against the Bills, the Bengals, Washington, the Ravens in the second game, this team will be in trouble and may even lose to the Browns. But I, I have confidence that I think Ben Roethlisberger's got something cooking up, and Pittsburgh, you may be in for a wild ride in these playoffs because of him. All right, still to come, if today was a tryout for Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph, is he the starting quarterback that you think he can be in the NFL? Uh, before we uh, go to break, let's look at this comment. No, but he did prove himself as a pretty good backup option if someone needed him. We're back with more of the final word right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The final word. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider tonight with Mark Madden, Jenna Harner, Chris Carter, and let's revisit this topic. Chris, if today was a tryout for Mason Rudolph, is he a starting QB in the NFL? I wouldn't say starter, Albie, but I would say that he acquitted himself well as a good backup because the thing that I was looking for Mason Rudolph in this game, could he come out and show some swagger, hit the deep ball down the field? He did several times. He still needs to work on cycling off his first read. My problem with him is when he drops back and his first read is taken away pre-snap, he starts to get really confused. He gets happy feet in the pocket, and then he starts to make his worst decisions. But... If he can learn how to get to his second and third reads consistently without that panic, I think he could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. This is just his third year. Let's see where he goes after this. All right, thanks, Chris. Back to Twitter. Patty says, I'm sorry to say this, but no. Jenna, you're next. Well, I think he at least made a solid case for it, for sure. He had a career day in terms of yards. We saw him make some good decisions, some bad decisions. And if you look at the starting quarterbacks the NFL has seen this season, there are definitely a couple guys I would put below him. Garrett Gilbert, Brandon Allen in terms of some games. But I think he really did make a solid case in terms of what he did towards the end. He showed poise that we didn't see from him at all or not at all. We didn't see from him kind of consistently throughout last season. But again, this was a small sample size. This was one game as a starter. You're looking for a guy that can not only consistently play well, but can consistently carry a good performance, a solid performance through a handful of games here. But again, it sh he showed promise. And right now, all he needs to be is a solid backup. And that's what he showed today. All right, Mark. As our friends in Russia say, niet. <laughs> Uh, he's not a starting caliber NFL quarterback. I thought he played pretty good today. I thought he threw a couple of good deep balls. I thought he had poise at the end. But the problems I had were his pocket awareness ain't great. I'm surprised he only got sacked the one time. And that interception he threw was just cataclysmically bad. Mm -hmm. And you can make the argument it cost the Steelers uh, an even better chance to win that game. But here's what I think is going to happen. I think he will start for the Steelers for at least one year after Ben retires as a stopgap while they polish the guy they draft between now and then in the long term. So a starter over the long haul, no. For a year, maybe. Yeah, I think so. All right. The Penguins, 10 days away now from dropping the puck on the regular season. Training camp starts tomorrow. With that in mind, Jenna, what do you see as the strengths and weaknesses of the Pens as camp begins. Well, I think one of their big strengths is the team chemistry that they have. And yes, that is kind of cliche in that sense. But they have 10 days, 10 days. They're not even going to be on the ice for those 10 days, really seven days that they're on the ice physically before it's, hey, get out there. You start quick. The season starts. And by the way, your first seven games really determine a lot of the direction that this season goes in terms of how you make the playoffs or not making the playoffs. You have to start out quick. So I think that does really bode well in their favor. That's what Mike Sullivan said when we heard from him earlier this past week that that's something they're really relying on and also I really do like Tristan Jari coming into this season he is going to be a big X factor in those couple games and if they can see success from him that is going to bode very well in their favor but when it comes to weaknesses which is a weakness that all the teams in the league are facing it's the clock the fact that they only have this short amount of time you can't start slow and we saw that we saw what happened when they came after the pause and played Montreal y'all that can't happen all right back to twitter they still can score with the best but father time is knocking i think this is their last best chance and on to chris carter what do you think 
Yeah, I agree with Jenna. I mean, this team is going to have the same challenge that everyone else is and that there's not a whole lot of time to prepare. They got a bunch of older guys that are their superstars, but I think that's also their strength in that these guys know how to win, and they still have that core there. They still got Crosby. They still got Malkin. They're going to be able to push with those guys. I think signing Marino was a good idea, and I look at where they're, where they're going. If they can get a couple young guys to step up, add some speed to the lineup, be able to play better this, help them play better this year and put more pressure on opponents and keep, and keep those shot totals up, I think that they can can eventually get on track and maybe even get ahead of some of the other teams who are trying to catch up to not having as much time to practice. What do you see with the pens, Mark? Well, the strengths are going to be their top six, duh, Crosby, Malkin, etc. And their defensive core. I think their defensive core is going to be tremendous. I think even the bottom pair of Matheson and CeCe is going to play more like a second pair. Their weaknesses are the bottom six. I don't think it's going to score much at all. And even though I think Tristan Jari can be a number one NHL goaltender. We don't know for sure. I think that's an X factor, although that defensive core is going to be made a lot better with his puck handling behind them. That is going to save them so many steps and get the puck up and out with control so often. The X factor along with Jari is the power play. With all that talent, it should be good, but last year it was not. All right, and we're only three days into the new year. Still, though, lots of time to look ahead. Mark, let's go back to you. Give us your bold prediction for Pittsburgh sports in 2021. Well, Albie, if you think any Pittsburgh teams are going to win championships in 2021, <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So ain't nothing going to be added to the trophy cabinet in 2021, although I'm certainly rooting for that to be incorrect. And by year's end, if there's any people at all in the stands at games, it'll only be a smattering. We're going to be scared to death of this thing long since past the vaccine takes a foothold. All right, back to Twitter. Bold prediction, Big Ben announces retirement. Uh, Jenna, what do you think? Well, in terms of bold predictions, I'm going with the Penguins making the playoffs and a lot of people wondering, well, why is that a bold prediction? So many people have already counted them out. Yes, the top four teams in each division make the playoffs. Yes, the East Division is probably, other than the Canadian Division, one of the NHL's toughest overall when you look at all the talent. But this is a Penguins team that has had lots of success. We've heard both Chris and Mark talk about the core of this team. They're going to make the playoffs even though a lot of people have written them off. Bold prediction, Chris. I've got Alex Highsmith getting double-digit sacks in 2021. He played very well today, and I think he's done a very good job as a rookie filling in for Bud Dupree in the last portion of this season. He had not, he led the team with nine tackles. He had a sack on Baker Mayfield, and he had a, a pressure that forced him right up into Stephon Tewitt, who recorded his 11th sack. The only interior defensive lineman with more sacks than him is Aaron Donald, by the way. But Alex Highsmith playing very well and just a rookie. I think he's going to make the Steelers feel okay with letting Bud Dupree hit free agency, and next year you're going to see him start to put it all together, not just random spin moves and dips to the outside. They're going to be even more coordinated than they are now. And look out, Pittsburgh, you're going to have another another duo pass rusher that's going to be serious with T.J. Watt. Albie, right. I have one more prediction. Yes, sir. Somebody on the Pirates will have a higher batting average than the team's winning percentage. Ooh. Of course, it ain't that hard to hit 250. <laughs> all right, I'm going to say Steelers win a playoff game, Penguins win a playoff series, and Chris Carter turns me into a fantasy football champion. I'm going to do it, baby. Albie, I got you, man. I got you this year. You just got to draft. You have to actually draft a team. I got your back. I Don't was worry. a believer until the very end. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back around the horn on any topic, the final word is next.
final word. Welcome back. It's time now for the final word here in the final word. Everybody gets a chance and Chris Carter, you're first. Everyone's going to talk about intangibles and can they be prepared for the playoffs, but this is going to come down to one thing in this run, and it's Ben Roethlisberger. Like I said earlier, if he plays like he did in the first 10 games, the Steelers can beat anybody in the NFL. And here's my reasoning of why he's going to make this bounce back. Even with those four and a half games being completely abysmal on his part, he still had the best touchdown to interception ratio of 33 touchdowns and 10 interceptions of his career, and he didn't even play the Browns in one of those games, and normally he lights them up. I really think Ben Roethlisberger getting this rest is going to help his arm and his brain, and I think it's going to let him come out, light the Browns up in the first round, be red hot, and that'll carry him in, uh, into the Bills. And if he keeps it up against them, I think he could take the Chiefs or the Ravens as long as he's, as, as he's in his best mind and he's throwing the ball down the field. Mark, final word. Well, like Chris Carter noted, thank heavens that the Browns have injury problems, in particular at cornerback and especially at pass rusher, because the Steelers are going to be missing Bush and Dupree. And for this game, because of COVID, Joe Hayden, too. It's really hard to replace the veteran steadiness that Joe Hayden provides to that defense at cornerback. Uh, with Cam Sutton, less is more. With Justin Lane, who just stinks, any at all is too much. They're really going to miss Joe Hayden. I just hope it doesn't cost them dearly. Jenna, final word. The NFL should absolutely think about doing some sort of bubble situation. And I'm not talking what the NHL or what the NBA did. I'm talking putting the teams in a hotel in their cities and just going from the hotel to the facilities and back until they travel for game day. You talk about controlling the controllables, coaches, players all the time. This is something you can physically have control over. Nobody on their team wants to see Ben Roethlisberger, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, TJ Watt, any of these guys miss a playoff game because of a COVID test. They just don't want that to happen. All right. Thanks, everybody. And our final word now from social media. We'll bring them down to earth next week. That's from Jay. Thank you. My crystal ball's on back order. I'm not much into predictions. Just ask Jenna. Uh, she just won the Beat the Bus Championship <laughs> in a <laughs> runaway. Congratulations, Jenna. Should have told Mike we could have had confetti and crowd noise. Oh, man. Maybe applause. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Be that as it may, here's a prediction. Indy beats Buffalo next week. Steelers beat Cleveland. And then the Steelers will host the Ravens. The Steelers will have two uh, consecutive playoff games against division rivals at home. Uh, so remember I said that. Unless I'm wrong, in that case, forget it as quickly as possible. <laughs> How do you win the Beat the Bus Championship? Average four yards a carry? Oh, <laughs> that's not nice. That's the final word on the first Sunday of 2021. I'm Albie Oxenrider. For Mark Madden, Jenna Harner, and Chris Carter, thanks for staying up late with us all season. See you next time.